unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we have joining us again this evening our good friend, the Ranty Bastard. That episode last week went over very, very well. Um, a lot of fun. And he messaged me and said, hey, I've got this idea for a topic. And I'm like, that sounds fucking great. So let's go. And a um, couple things. The retail therapy sessions are actually doing pretty damn good. So the last one, the first part, um, for the amount of time and the amount of listens it's gotten, very pleased. And I shared with um, Irish today, on March 2nd, we had 4,000 plays, and today we have almost 4,500, so no complaints. So having said that, the topic tonight, we're going to be talking about donations at the point of sale, or virtue signaling at the point of sale. And so, Ranty, I'll let you get started. Well, uh, thank you for having me back again. Uh, last week was not only fun, but incredibly cathartic. And uh, I, I, that twitch you heard was me. Good. So uh, I, it's a little easier to follow along with the chat on Twitch. Yes, it is. So I made sure to jump in there. So uh, I'd also like to say hi to everybody from uh, Blame Tag, the Irish hooligan hero. Hello, all. Uh, hey, and you know what? I already love coming back uh, hybrid or hooligan. I don't know which one you go by, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And yes, as, as mentioned, uh, I, I had something start at work recently and, you know, years ago it didn't bother me. Um, but now it, it really gets my goat. And then I actually did a little research for this today so did um, I. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I look, I picked on the easiest whipping company out there and, you know, looked at what, what they bring in, what they pay in taxes. And, you know, the, one of the biggest ways for companies to beat taxes is to get you and me to pay for it. Yep. Which is uh, some serious bullshit. Because I, I hate to tell you, we're already paying the cost of inflation, the cost of goods, markup. We're already giving you all of that. Granted, we're doing it willingly or out of necessity, whatever the case may be. But then, then you just got to bleed us for that extra dollar, extra $5. And, you know, some companies even go to the point of incentivizing it and then more or less punishing the store. Yes. Um, and and I say that because uh, a previous employer, who I will not mention, uh, if you donated anything, if you donated a penny, you would get a $10 coupon. No, no limitations, but you would get a $10 coupon. So if you bought $10 and a penny worth of shit, you paid a penny. Wow. Yeah. And I say that fucks the store because... You know, of course, the the management team, store manager, assistants, everybody, you know, we're held to a standard on that profit and loss statement, the the old PL. And coupons was a line on that particular PL, and the budget was always zero. Mm-hmm. So every single time somebody donated a penny just to save ten dollars later, not only did you take the hit, but really for a penny it, it, yeah. it was it was really bothersome and now seeing it more you know having to go shop more places you know as the kids are involved in things and i see the same pos campaigns at like three or four different retailers in the course of one week and you know it, it I, i've thought of this years ago and again looked into it realize what it really is and uh all it is is you're funding that company's tax write-offs that's that's everything you're doing when you make a donation and it's it's annoying as hell well yeah because most businesses can write off 10 percent 
per year. And yeah, so uh, see, and, and here, here I go with research, which again, something I haven't done in quite a while. Um, companies can actually claim up to 25% of their revenue in donation. Uh, now, individuals can go beyond that, but again, that's just how the rich always win. The 1% stays the 1%. Nobody really falls off that list. We all know, whatever. But some of the, so easiest whipping child on the block clearly is Walmart. Yeah. Um, the, just, just for context, Walmart did $524 billion in revenue. And I think this was a 2020 number. So this is like height of pandemic. Um, do you, do you want to just take a venture at what they paid in tax? Um, no, I don't even want to guess. I know it's low. $4.9 billion on half a trillion dollars plus. Yeah. Now, the lowest tax bracket for you and I and anybody watching and listening right now, the lowest tax bracket we have available to us is 10%. That is correct. It go, it'll go up as high as 37 but again, that's for the ultra-rich and elite and you know what? Quite frankly, fuck them. They should pay 57. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. It'll never affect me at this point. Mainly because I didn't buy a lottery ticket today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they take your money and give themselves a tax break. Cause again, it's all about the shareholders. It's all about the CEO getting a bonus. And a lot of times these CEO bonuses aren't even based on sales. Everybody in the store is held to sales, but the CEO is based on stock value. Did it go up? Did it go down? Did it stay the same? Oh, it went up. All right, here's a really big bonus. Did it stay the same? All right, here's a mid-sized bonus. Oh, it went down. You know what? That's not your fault. Go ahead. Take a couple million. It's total horse shit. And again, you know, here we are just trying to check out. And and I I, I tend to find that this happens way more when we are human to human with a cashier, the, the self-checkout, it's so easy to blow past that screen. Would you like to, no, fuck that. Um, but the cashier, poor soul, is being ridden by a front-end supervisor, an assistant manager, whatever the case is, because they are then in turn being ridden by the store manager, the district manager. Oh, you guys got to get more donations. You got to get more donations. How in the fuck do you make donating money a measurable metric. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh my God. Uh, the people just, they're, they're not feeling it. Oh, you gotta, you gotta change your pitch. You gotta do a better job of stressing why it's so important. I'm going to be honest with you. If I find a cause to be that important, I'm going to go donate directly to it. I don't need Walmart to be the middleman. Exactly. I, I don't, I don't need them to raise $2 million sit on it in some interest-bearing account for three months before they actually donate it, yeah, they might make, I don't know, $6,000, whatever. They didn't earn any of that. They took my money, they let it sit, they gave it to somebody else, and then they threw a backhanded fuck you when they said, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're going to pay 0.9% on our taxes because you, out of the kindness of your heart, donated a dollar along with 2 million other people. It's just uh, virtue signaling. Yeah, hey, a lot of these causes are great. Don't let me shit on them. But they just, they, they, they try and find the one that tugs at the heartstring the most so they can get a tax write-off out of it. It's, it's when you look at the behind-the-scenes level of it, I mean, it's just truly disgusting how they're using these charities really for their own benefit. Right. Well, you know, one thing that really kind of irritates me about the whole donation thing is it, it's also a PR stunt. You know, you're, you're funding whatever charity they're wanting to go for. And it's kind of like, you know, how 
these companies succeed on the work of their employees and they don't share the wealth, you know, you've got, you've got customers donating money and they get to have that big fake phony check saying, Hey, look at us. We're great humanitarians. We donated all this money and they're not matching it, you know, at all. And, you know, one of the things I was telling my wife was it, it becomes a metric and I've had, I've watched managers shame people in a group because they didn't have enough donations. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Where where I am now, we actually have trackers from a daily to annual basis. And we're told that should be factored in their review. Hold on. I should factor whether or not a customer wants to give an extra dollar to a charity that maybe they don't believe in. You know, maybe Children's Miracle Hospital you know, maybe they don't have kids. They don't They don't understand the value of it to some people. So they don't. They don't give. You can't force them. No. You can't sit there and say, okay, now, now hit the green button to say yes to donate, you know, five bucks or whatever. And, and a lot of these places that are offering it, I'm not saying everybody's shopping on a shoestring, but a lot of people are shopping in these places that run these big events simply based on price. So when you want to squeeze another dollar or two dollars out of them, again, solely for the company's benefit, I mean, yes, in the end, the charity gets the money. But honestly, you know, your Walmarts, your Targets, Jesus' Craft Store, they're the ones that get the biggest benefit because then they get to kick it back to the CEO. They get to kick it back to the shareholders. Their stock price goes up and they get more money than the charity ever will. Yeah. And, and you know, what's really bad though, and think about this, you might have people that are charitable, but imagine, yes. and you, and you know, this you're, you're in line, you've waited and you get to that cashier and you've already been asked, would you like a rewards card? Would you like a credit card? Would you like to sign up for our email? Oh, by the way, would you like to donate? You're already pissed off and want to go. And you're like, I just want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of cheapens the whole donation thing. Honestly, if, if they're being sincere about it, if you're running a donation drive, you know, let's say you're doing St. Jude's, which is like the, the biggest one for me, you know, being a parent, I mean, they, they do a lot. Oh, and, and if you're going through a month of doing St. Jude's, get rid of the other bullshit. Just let it be that, you know, because you're going to increase your chances of getting it, you know, at that point. But the customers are just getting inundated with like, would you like this? Would you like this? Would you like it, it cheapens the entire thing. Yeah. And, and in reality, all that stuff is, is they have run out of stuff to sell you. So now they want to buy you. Yep. Because when they start asking all those questions, you have become the product. You know, oh, then, uh, I, don't, I don't really want to give out my email. Hey, look, you know, th- they'll send you coupons. Yeah, they'll send you one coupon a month and 150 spam emails letting you know that the Easter eggs have dropped two cents. And your inbox is just going to be hammered. And it doesn't matter if you make, you know, the the junk email, you know, you know, first name, last name, 6969 at Gmail. That thing will fill up so damn fast. I mean, if if you got rid of the the junk email, I mean, people would be far more willing to sign up for these things, to donate to these things. But again, once you have become the product, now all they want to do is just sell you. Exactly. Iris just asked, and you know the answer to this as well, do companies put targets on these like they do with reward cards, et cetera? Yes, that 100% Abs- they do. Absolutely. And, it, if and you, it really, if you bring in less than $100 a day, expect a call from the district manager. Yeah, because that's the other thing. That word you just mentioned, district manager. Mm-hmm. You, you've got the district managers getting talked to by the RVP saying, you don't want to be that DM who doesn't care about the children and you have the least amount of donations. Yep. Absolutely. And I, 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 had, a, I had a friend of mine tell me that we should reconsider the DM title and refer to them simply as the CCD the company car driver. Ooh, because that's good. Most of them really don't do shit other than that. No, they don't. No, it, that, that conversation stemmed from, uh, we're talking about it, it snowed 
uh, out here and his district manager was, Oh, I need you. I need you to get to the store and open it up. And he's like, dude, there's like 18 inches of snow and I have a rear rear wheel drive pickup truck. Like I'm not risking it. And he's, he said his boss came across and was like, well, I mean, the roads really aren't that bad, blah, blah, blah. And you know, he had, he had heard me say this to a previous DM when we worked together. I said, yeah, well, uh, considering you're driving a company car with company insurance and company gas in it, nobody really fucking cares if you crash into a goddamn tree. Nope. But if I do, who's paying for my shit? And it was met with crickets. Well, you know, I actually worked with someone, I mean, that actually was told he needed to come to work during inclement weather. It was the big ice storm many years ago when I lived in Atlanta. And they, mm-hmm. when I worked for Guitar Center and was basically berated and was told to come to work, he totaled his truck on the way. Mm. Not even worth it. Nope. And that's and that's years back before we, we even started the march towards getting, at least at the state level, towards a $15 minimum wage. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, federal still, what, seven and a quarter? Seven and a quarter hasn't went up in eighty. Was only went up seven dollars in eighty three years. Yep, it's disgusting. Very boy, boy, we could go into that rabbit hole quick. Oh, I know, but you know the donation thing. I, it, I would be one hundred percent okay with it if, like I said, a, they eliminated all the other bullshit. These cashiers are expected to feed you as you check out. Yes. B, if the companies would actually match what the donations are. Yep. And C, just have the balls to acknowledge it's a big PR thing for you guys because you've got some terrible companies out there. I mean, terrible that want to brag about, oh, we donated X amount of money to such and such. Well, you're sure as hell not donating money to your employees as far as wages go now, are you? No. No, no, no. Because you know the customer won't fund that. No, nope. they'll take care. They'll take care of a sick puppy, or you know, a children's hospital or something like that. But uh, we're unskilled, so uh, we we don't deserve anything more than what we agreed to. Okay, cool. Uh, let's let's have fun and watch you idiots at the self checkout. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the self-checkout is anybody that goes to college and wants to get a degree, a minor, a major, whatever, in sociology, all they need to do is spend one semester standing by the self-checkout in Walmart and one semester standing at the self-checkout at a Kroger or any grocery store. That's all they've got to do. You're right. You're 100% right. That should, that should count as course credit. I mean, and and for anybody in the chat, can you tell me what the PLU is for bananas? I have not worked in a grocery store since 1998. I still know the PLU right off the top of my head. They don't even have to put the barcode on them for me. Yeah, it, the, the, we had, there was some celebrity or some big time who whoever on Twitter made some comment about self-checkouts and about how they're not getting paid to be a cashier where there's dis- where's their discount. I'm like, God, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. Well, and if, and if that was the case, I would only shop on those bullshit weekends where they say, we're going to give you an extra 10% on your employee discount. Yeah. You know, uh, discounts normally a uh, 10%. Oh, Oh, it's 20 this weekend. Shit. Yeah. I'll go check out myself at the register. No problem. Give me that 20% off. Just, you know, don't take my email. I don't like the government tracking me, and I'm going to pay with my Amex. Yep. Uh, Erica just asked in the chat, does this still exist anymore other than Walgreens? Donations at the checkout is pretty much extinct. No, 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 no. No, that, oh. it's all over. All yep. over. It, now the yep. clever one is, would you like to round up? Yes. And, and you know, I, I use that. But I only used it in an instance where, you know, all right, it's 89 cents. Hey, man, you just want to round up from 23.89 to 24 bucks. Okay, cool. No problem. And the sad thing was there were several people, including the district manager, didn't know the roundup option existed. Hmm. Interesting. 
Again, yeah. we're talking about a CCD who has not worked in a store in at least 10 years, uh, has not worked a weekend in at least 10 years. But they also, you know, want to chastise you when you only get $10 in donations, but you had, you know, $30,000 in sales. I don't know. They gave all the money to the company. They didn't have anything left for the sad, you know, deprived puppies or whatever you were raising it for. And yes, I, I can tell you right now, I do not work at a Walgreens. I'm dealing with it right now. Um, matter of fact, so they've even they've even simplified it and added it to Taco Bell, uh, the bane of my intestines. Where everybody's yes, yes. If if you ever need a good cleanse, just go get like a get any kind of like bowl that they have, and I guarantee you you'll lose about five pounds in the span of three minutes very quickly between that or a 7-Eleven taquito. Um, but yeah, they, they have now, so, all right, your total is $7 and 62 cents. Would you like to round up to help kids go to college? And now it's become a shaming. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, oh, so me not giving you 38 cents says, no, you dumb fuck. Don't go to college. I mean, you know, Granted, Taco Bell, it's fast food. They don't have time to give a long spiel to explain the charity, who's behind it, all that. They have literature posted up on the window. No, the job is to get you in and get you the fuck out. I get it. But even shortening it like that in other settings, um, uh, sporting goods store. Well, fuck it. I don't work there. Who cares? Dick Sporting Goods. Oh, I had to go there the other day. The name says it all. Yeah. And they said, oh, would you, uh, would you like to round up to help? Uh, was it uh, underprivileged children play sports? And granted, it wasn't much of a round. It was like 30 cents. So I did it, but I would have felt ashamed if I had basically said, nah, fuck them kids with my two kids standing right there as I'm spending like $100 on sports gear for them. Uh, $100 for them is fine. 30 cents for some kids, I don't know. Fuck them. They, they've, they've figured out some places, not all of them, how to just almost shame you into saying, okay, here's 50 cents, here's a dollar. You know what? I'm feeling generous and saucy today. Here's five bucks, you know? And But yes, it's it's still rampant and worldwide, Erica. Yeah, and Hero brought up, I, I think this could be a really good rabbit hole to go down because I think you would, you probably have a lot to add to this as well. The one that fascinated me is Goodwill asking you to donate at checkout to Goodwill. <laughs> look i'm not gonna lie that guy's a genius he, i mean he came up with uh, he has he wins the award for the ultimate business idea that is for sure oh yeah oh yeah and and you know the the thing is too with goodwill they go out and they talk about how well they treat their people and you know oh, we're helping people you know recover from hard times in their lives whatever it may be um there is always a job posting for Goodwill. And I really don't think they're turning these people around out of rehab on a 30-day basis with a job hanging up and whatever it is they do at a Goodwill. I don't know if they wash clothes there or whatever before they sell them. But I, I don't think 30, month, 30 days on the cash register, although necessary to survive in life, is really going to turn somebody's life around other than to go, fuck this. I'm never doing this again. Yeah, and make you hate people even more. Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing. Have you ever researched how much Goodwill pays their managers? No, no. I've, I, I've, I, I've seen assistant manager postings around mm, here, and I'm like, mm. I, have, I have had a phone interview with Goodwill. Do you know the, the disparity between pay between their associates? And man, they start a lot of their managers out at 50K a year. I want you to wrap your head around that right now. Wow. Yeah. Because when wow. I saw, I, I was like, no, this, this can't be fucking right. It sure is. It wow. sure is. So what they need to say is, uh, would you like to contribute to my manager's salary, please? It's, it's not a donation. <laughs> yes. Budget. And here's the other thing that I, a lot of people don't know this about Goodwill. You know, they got smart. They have an auction site now. Yeah. And so, like, you used to go into a Goodwill and get, like, you know, video games and stuff like that for, like, dirt cheap. 
mm-hmm. until they figured out, oh, no, 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 we can have our own version of an eBay. And being a musician, yep. I'm seeing guitars and shit going on, on like Goodwill for like two, three, four grand. I, I was looking for a beater pickup truck, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago and saw several postings out of Florida. I know, go figure, leave it to Thunderdome for a Goodwill selling vehicles that have been donated. Yes. Unbelievable. Think about and that. I was like, I, I, why would I ever walk into a Goodwill and go, okay, here's five grand. I want that Toyota. No. It's, it's the ultimate scheme. I mean, look, so these guitars, you'll, you'll see like these vintage guitars on like this website, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing that they were donated from some estate, people don't know what they are. It's yep. free merchandise. And we're talking like there's been vintage gear on there that runs close to 10 grand. And they didn't pay anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm looking here. Uh, Habitat for Humanity is a shame. Yes. There, it is leftover materials from contractors. A lot of, well, uh, I know they have uh, the Restore. Yes. And it has a lot of cabinets and appliances and stuff like that. Um, it's just it's just the Goodwill version of Home Depot is all it is. But 90% of that stuff in there is donated. Very seldom are they buying lots at an auction, like a, you know, a, a wholesale discount retailer where you can walk in and buy Hanes T-shirts for 50 cents a piece because they paid 50 cents for the entire pallet. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just... Unreal. I mean, real. That amazes me. And and you, they talk about their, you know, roundup and whatnot. Man, Goodwill should be donating money, damn, everywhere because they've got no inventory cost. No. And if if you go to the website and see what this shit's selling for, that dude's making money hand over fist. There's no reason why their associate, their associates should be making fifteen dollars an hour. Easy. Absolutely. And I mean, furthermore, you look at, you know, you look at your Walmart, your targets, they have buildings that were built for them. They paid a shit ton of money up front. I get it. Goodwill is like a fucking closed down Walgreens from 2008. Yep. You know, they're the, the, the realty company was just happy to find anybody other than spirit Halloween for 60 days out of the year. <laughs> I would love to hear some stories from Spirit Halloween. I'm sure that's a shit show. Um, uh, I, I have an assistant that worked for them for a very short period of time, and she explained it to me in one word, and that was clusterfuck. Because they're owned by Spencer's, right? Uh, it's either Spencer's or Party City. I don't remember exactly which one. Let's, yeah, because uh, there's Spirit Halloween and there's a Halloween Express. One of them's owned by Spencer's. The other one's owned um, by Party City. Yes. Let's see. Uh, Going through the chat. Yeah, you Google while I go through the chat. Um, Doobie1975 says, is it just me or has the thrift stores doubled in price during the past decade compared to... Yes, they have. Um, 100%. Irish says, Goodwill's major issue is how they exploit their employees. That's true, too. Very much. An Irish, you know, chimed in. He works for a thrift store in Ireland. They don't ask for donations, but about 5% of the money in the till is donation without asking. Now, see, that's the way it should be done. Yes. See? 100%. See? Leave it to a foreign country to do it right. Oh, yeah. I saw one where, uh, I don't know, we'll say it was Denmark. You know, they pay their employees 22 bucks an hour and a Big Mac is 50 cents cheaper there. How do they do it? Oh, you're 100% correct. It is Denmark. I've seen it's, that, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, yeah. the answer was unions, but, you know, we're, we're, we're a country that I won't say is based on unions, but sure as hell didn't argue with them when we were, you know, building up to what we are now. And, and now it's just corporations in lieu of the unions. The unions don't have the power. The corporations have it because that's where everybody's dumping their money. Ooh, Doobie 1975 actually worked for Goodwill for six months. Doobie, 
If you ever want to be on and talk about that, that'd be great. Cause I'd love to know the inner workings of a goodwill. I bet that is amazing. Wow. And, and, and while you're in the chat, why you, yeah, while you're in the chat, uh, when you worked there, did they have the online thing? And were you instructed that certain things you couldn't put to the floor? Because I have a friend that collects video games, and he's talked to several managers, and they have like a list, evidently, of stuff they cannot put out to sell. Wow. Yeah. I know uh, the the big thing now is these people that, uh, you know, go on – uh, TikTok and this and that, and they, you know, oh, I'm going to go thrift store shopping to try and flip it. And they're looking at, you know, dishes. And I'm like, how much research do you have to do to make a $10 profit on a fishing shirt? You know, to know, oh, this brand sells really well. I, I, That's a lot of work, man. I ain't yeah. into all that. I mean, the, the just, you know, the last thing I bought at Goodwill, I actually got the complete Batman animated series for like $19 on Blu-ray. Oh yeah. And that was it. And that, that was just a few weeks ago, but you know, I have, you know, I'm not a massive video game collector, but I've gotten a lot of scores out of Goodwill. Um, but those are few and far between now because of their online site. Yeah. And, and now video games are really hard to come by because you've got, uh, uh, God, who was it? Books a million is second charles yes Mm -hmm. and again they know what they know what they're getting in they already have that predetermined price point and what it's going to sell at so you could bring them a box of you know uh, super mario 3 in the plastic still and you know it's like it's like being on pawn stars i'll give you 10 bucks knowing full damn good and well they're going to turn around and flip that thing for 100 easy yeah, it's just like GameStop when you go in and try to trade stuff in. Oh, look, you have the entire Nintendo library. We'll give you $10 store credit. Yeah. Yeah, or $8 cash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I shop the local Second and Charles here a lot, and their video game section has went down a lot. But they did. And and I thought about how somebody got screwed when they traded this thing in. They had uh, Clay Fighter 64. Um, oh, yeah. the, one, the one that was exclusive to Blockbuster that they had that thing tagged. It was just a cartridge for $899. And I guarantee, guarantee that whoever brought it in, they were lucky if they got 300. Oh, yeah. I was going to guess two. Yeah. They, and, you know, and, and people are catching on to that too. They're, they're just selling shit themselves. Well, even you know, it goes, I'm, I'm going to give some industry secret here. Well, it used to be guitar center used to actually be very fair about like when we bought in used stuff and the way mm-hmm. we were supposed to do it was you'd bring us like whatever, whatever you had. And we'd look it up on eBay and we would be like, okay, it's selling for X amount in this condition, you know, completed listings. And we would give the customer 70% of what it sold for on eBay. And then we would turn around and sell it for that. Then it changed. Then you had store managers who took advantage of people just needing money and were mm-hmm. buying in guitars that giving people 200 bucks, 300 bucks for American made Fender guitars and turning around and selling them for a grand. Oh, easily. I mean, and, and, you're just raping why did, people. Why did they need the money? Cause they weren't, they were, they were making federal minimum wage. Yep. It's, it's ridiculous. And, and again, you know, in, in the current time, we look at all these companies and they're thriving. You know, we're talking to Walmart, half a trillion dollars in revenue. They're not hurting. And you know what? If you took out of that $524 billion, take $24 billion off, make it an even five hundred, and reinvest it in your employees. Because again, they're not an expense. They're an investment. Correct. They will love you. They will stay. They will make you more money if you just take care of them. Well, now the trend is, if, if you've, I'm sure you've seen it, these corporations are like, ha-ha, the inflation and the gas prices are forcing people to have to work. So we're not in a wage war anymore. We can pay them what we want, and they're going to have to work extra hours just to make ends meet. Yep. Which is bullshit. Absolutely. 
And, and so you're going to get one of two kinds of people out of that. You're going to get the person that actually puts in the work because they truly need that money because it's, it's time for the mortgage or the rent to come due, the car payment, whatever. The electricity has been off for two weeks. They're the ones that are going to get in and bust ass and not really care that, okay, federal seven and a quarter, they're paying me seven fifty. I need something. Those are the people that are able to swallow their pride and put their needs first. Then you're going to get the people that are going to slack off and dick around and beg for overtime when they don't do a fucking thing because, uh, yeah, these new, uh, these new shoes are coming out next week. I got to have them. They, they, they just want stuff. They want stuff. They're not, they're not there providing for anyone but themselves. You know, they're, they're only covering the needs or the, excuse me, the wants. And undoubtedly there's probably somebody else taking care of the needs, you know, whether it's a, I, I don't want to shit on a generation, but we'll say it's, you know, late teens, early twenties who are still living with mom and dad. They, they don't give a fuck about that job. Nope. All they care about is how much money is getting direct deposited next Friday so that I can go to the mall and, and, you know, buy this or that and still come home and the lights are on and the water runs and the roof is still up. Yeah. God, now, this, now from an this economic con- this conversation, sorry, this conversation requires. Oh, gotcha. That right there. Gotcha. So as far as donations go, well, I mean, for me, like places I've worked, when I worked at Kmart and I was a manager there, they were really big on St. Jude's and mm-hmm. which was fine. Um, Dollar Tree, we had a toy drive uh, for the kids of military families, and it was handled actually pretty good. We would, you know, have different toys up front, and people would buy one, you know, for a dollar, and there was a box, and then a rep would come pick them up. Um, mm-hmm. Those are really the only two to stick out to me. When I worked for Jesus's Craft Store, Hero, you might can chime in. I don't think we ever had anything there while I was there as far as that went. But what kind of charities have you had to be part of? Uh, so I did St. Jude's, uh, enjoyed that one, uh, because we were given a lot of information that's not usually released, uh, with future fundraisers where, I mean, it was basically a PL statement and it's a clean sheet. It's donations were, you know, 1.6 million over the 30 days we ran the campaign nationwide. We donated an even 2 million. And it shows, it actually broke down where members of the executive committee made donations themselves to make it a round even number. And I think another year we did over 2 million, did like 2.1. And they did the same thing again and went to 2.5 um, and came out of their own pockets. Now I have done, uh, so let's see, St. Jude's, uh, the oh god juvenile diabetes research jdrf oh i I take it back yeah i we did that at kmart as well yep done jdrf um children's miracle network and that's about it yeah yeah I, I, i don't i don't want to throw out the current one because uh we're we're the biggest one behind it and that might be a dead giveaway I fully understand that, but, but, you know, and you're right there, there's, there's some great charities out there. Mm-hmm. I just think the way it gets handled and that's one thing, you know, you brought up about, you know, St. Jude's look when, when you're dealing with St. Jude's and before that thing even starts, you get this package full yes. of stuff from them that explains mm-hmm. everything they do, where the money goes they are by and large anything I've been involved in the most thorough in trying to educate the people that are presenting it than anybody. And I give them major props for that. And because it makes it easy and St. Jude's does seem to be to me from a corporate standpoint, like you said, you know, people giving money out of pocket to make it an even number that really seems like in the retail industry, 
the only one that I could honestly say everybody from top level down to bottom level supported properly. Everything yes. else seems a little shady, if that makes sense. And, and to elaborate on your point right there, yes, I got the same packet that you undoubtedly did. The one thing that stood out about St. Jude's over any other fundraiser I've done currently included um, is there was absolutely none of our company logo on that information. Mm-mm. Nope. That was St. Jude's everything. Even the return address on that FedEx box was from St. Jude's. It, it, they took the time and they went out and mailed it to God knows how many thousand stores that, that the company had. Every single store got a box directly from St. Jude's. It did not have our company name on it anywhere. Um, you know, even, even the little, you know, stickies that you would put up in the window it just said St. Jude's. It didn't say in partnership with so-and-so, none of that. It was purely St. Jude's. And I, I am at the point where having seen that, I, I give to St. Jude's on a monthly. I, I have them take 20 bucks off one of my credit cards. I know, I know where the money's going. I know it's going directly to them. There's no need for a, a middleman. And I know that these people actually give a shit about not only what they're doing with the money, but who is truly benefiting, and it's the kids. The kids are the ones that are truly benefiting. There's no corporate asshat in between that's getting a, a, a kicker on his bonus because he managed to drop the tax rate down by 0.01% mm-hmm. by raising the company's, you know, raising enough money through the company to say, oh, hey, great, we got a $20 million write-off in donations this year. You get an extra million dollars. Where the fuck did that million dollars come from? Our paychecks. Yeah. Hey, it, but I but get, you make a really good point. Them. Really good point, though. It, with how St. Jude's operates, it almost, like for what you do, as far as how, how, how you give, mm-hmm. almost with St. Jude's, when you have the POS donations, it's like a gateway to get into what St. Jude's really is versus some kind of scammy, you know, donation and whatnot where it's one and done. And, yeah. you know, and for Kmart, I mean, face it, they, they were dying anyway. I mean, there's now only one left if, if I'm not mistaken, I think the second one actually closed down, but you know, for all the things that Kmart did terrible, the only thing I can really give them credit for is the St. Jude's thing. Cause they went all out for that and they really did, but still yeah. it would have been nice to see, you know, the corporation and obviously given how Kmart and Sears wound up, you know, yeah. ma- match the donations. And I, you know, I think that is a big thing because you've got customers that are coming in, you know, and they're giving towards this match it, mm-hmm. J- just do it. It, it. If you're so worried about your PR, Imagine how much better your PR would be. Okay, well, we collected $2 million from the customer base, and guess what? We're going to dump $2 million of our own money in there. But they won't. And, and you know they have it. Oh, God, they have it. In, dro- they in droves. They have it. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. And so, again, it doesn't really matter because I used to work for them. I will never again. Uh, AutoZone. And they brought us out to Memphis where the corporate headquarters is like, I don't know, like five or six blocks from the hospital. And they made it a point, hey, go in and, and see what this money you raised is doing, you know? And, you know, they showed us there was one, one room. It was kind of a real big open space. It was a play area for the kids. And, and every child in there seemed genuinely happy. No matter how shitty the thing was that they were going through in their own lives, they were happy. So again, it's, it's the only one that I can truly get behind, not because I've seen the end result, you know, especially having seen the end result really without any corporate propaganda behind it. No, Hey guys, check out in the email that we just sent out and we're going to discuss on a conference call, all the amazing things we've done. No, it was, Hey, you know, while we're here, go over and check it out. Wasn't a mandatory thing. Didn't have to. 
we went over and checked it out. It was great. I any of these other fundraisers we've done, I once it's over, it's nobody talks about it. Yeah, and you can't wait to tear that shit down and get it off your windows. Oh my God. And and the other thing that kills me, you know, from from the store side of it is there's like four different fundraisers for four different charities every year. Oh yeah, this this is our we're 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 their number one supporter. We're their number one supporter. Well, fuck, are we their only supporter? Because, I mean, we do this shit four times a year. Customers get tired of it. And exactly to your point, we've now just added one more question that they have to ask. And, and what's gotten even worse is now there is a POS prompt that cock blocks you from swiping the card. Ooh. So the customer's done. Everything's rung up. You've given them a total. They can't even see the total on the screen. Because they have to say $1, $5, $20, yes or no. They can't even see the total for themselves and go through a fat-fingered fumbling of trying to insert a chip card backwards because that's still a thing. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you can't even check out without the cashier and the little Verifone pad asking you the same damn thing. Yep. But the saddest part about all this shit is these companies taking all this money, right? Mm -hmm. And and we're all still out here hollering about a living wage. And that's the the travesty of all this. I mean, sure, you know, like with St. Jude's and, 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 you know, the junior diabetes, that money goes to a great place. But think about the cashier that's sitting there and maybe it's her second job, her third job, and she's struggling to make ends meet. And then all of a sudden she sees the press release that said company she works for just donated like $4 million. And she's like, why can't I get a damn raise? Yep. Well, and, and that's that's what happens when you have the employee that doesn't know. So I, I, I actually had a cashier who was taking college classes. One of them was... I don't know, business 101 or business ethics, something along that line. So she asked me a few questions. And one of them was the POS donations. And I said, it's a tax write-off. And she Mm -hmm. said, no, 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 it's a fundraiser. I said, no, it's a tax write-off. I said, because our company holds that money. When when they swipe it and they donate a dollar, you know, the $50 doesn't go into our register and the $1 magically and immediately gets transported over to the charity. No, 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 we hold that dollar. We hold it. We make a bit of interest on it, undoubtedly, Yep. because there's got to be something in it for the company other than the PR. It all comes down to money. And then, uh, and then you know, 90 days later, they'll send it on. And, and it blew her mind, absolutely blew her mind. And she went back, did some research, asked her professor about it. Professor was like, yeah, he's 100% right. That's exactly what they do. And it... I won't say that it changed her outlook on that particular charity, um, but is she hardcore, you know, talking about, oh, we got to do this for little Timmy and, you know, he can, he can get a new walker or whatever the case may be or no, no, she, would you, would you care to donate a dollar? She does at least ask, would you care? You know, do you care to donate a dollar today? No. Okay. understand. Thank you. Have a good day. She doesn't, she doesn't have that gung ho spirit behind it because, Quite honestly, her eyes have been opened a bit. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a hard spot to be in because, you know, you've got cashiers. Because obviously, it's always cashiers. I mean, you know, they're the ones that are tasked with trying to get that money. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's, it's such a shame to me that you've got companies that will flaunt, you know, how much money they've they've donated and they've got employees that struggle. And to your point about the interest, you know, typically that's the reason why most companies pay out payroll on a two week cycle because mm-hmm. they're collecting interest on all that money yep. before they release it. Yep. And, and uh, so Russell brings up a, a really good point looking into uh toys for soldiers here. Um, I, so I pushed for toys for tots one year 
um, and was told, no, it's not one of our preferred charities. And I went home. I was kind of pissed off about it because I had a friend of mine who was in the Marine Corps and he had actually asked me about it. And I said, yeah, sure. You know, I said, hey, if, if, if I can get my DM on board or my CCD, if I can get him on board, then I would gladly be the first one in the area, in the district, whatever, to host that. And we were blatantly told no. And it pissed me off for like two or three days. And, you know, unfortunately, I went back to him. I said, nah, I said, no, it's not a preferred charity, this and that. And then it hit me. There's no money involved. Oh, yeah, you sure. are 100% correct. Yeah, you're, you're, you're liable for the product that's held inside your store until they come collect it. I get it. But uh, we have a million fucking cameras in there. If somebody comes in and steals a teddy bear, I'm going to be able to tell you what they just bought, what their credit card number is. If they had a rewards card, bitch, I can drive to their house and get that fucking teddy bear back plus two more if I want. But because there's no money involved, they won't do it. You know, that, that's, that's, you're hundred percent correct because that's just a drop off. Correct. Mm -hmm. And they get that's nothing correct. out of that and they probably see it as, well, that's extra labor that we have to spend. Oh, you're, I'd never thought of it that way. Thank you. Yeah, that well, You're you're hundred percent correct. It's not even labor. It's liability. Cause I guarantee you HR and, uh, and, and loss prevention were the first ones to say no. You know, the law school dropouts. Guarantee you they're the first ones to say no. Well, you know, gosh, what if, what if somebody comes in with $1,000 donations of toys and then the store gets broken into and all the toys are taken? Okay, you have $1,000. Fucking give it up. It's for kids, for Christ's sake, that have nothing or very little. It's not that big of a deal. But again... There, there's no money being held in escrow. Nope. Won't do it. They won't do it. And it it really pissed me off. I, I even went behind my boss's back and Hurricane Sandy had hit and had an employee's niece who wanted to do a uh, teddy bear drive. And she wanted to collect as many teddy bears as she could. And depending on how much, her mom was willing to either ship up to like 10 boxes of teddy bears to a Red Cross up in uh, New Jersey or what ended up happening. They had to rent a 10 foot U-Haul and drive these bears there. And fortunately, we actually got enough local and community involvement. One of the new local news broadcasters jumped in on it, got the news crew to come down, actually worked kind of behind the scenes uh, didn't tell her what was going on, but they got an agreement with U-Haul to cover the fuel and the truck to get the stuff up there. And it was absolutely amazing. Go figure, the day that she's hosting this drive, my boss shows up and wants to know, God, why are you so busy today? I said, because we're, we're doing something good. What do you mean? Oh wait, no, we no. That's not a that's not a company directive. We can't do that. And I just looked him dead in the eyes and said, "Well, you tell all these people that." And I turned my back on, walked away, and they Good filled a fucking ten foot U-Haul with teddy bear. And I'm not talking giant teddy bear. We're talking like you know, uh, regular size below teddy bear, two dollar yeah. teddy bears. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was pretty awesome. It really was, but. Yeah, because there was no money involved and there was a liability. Oh, no, you shouldn't be doing this. It's not a company directive. You know what? Every now and then, you just got to say, fuck the company and do yeah. what's right. Because people don't understand. I mean, people, okay, yeah, $2, five below teddy bear. To a kid that never had one, man, that's priceless. Yep. yep. You know, and. It's lost everything. Yeah, and, you know, and it, he, he had a fifty dollars teddy bear. It was bigger than him. Yeah, but now somebody somewhere cared enough about me to bring me this much smaller bear. But you know what? It's one of those rare instances where it's the thought that counts. Yeah, it, but in that statement right there, completely describes our entire industry. Because to our entire industry, 
the thought never counts. No. Nope. It's all about the end result and the money. End result being how much do we get to write off this year and how much do we make while we were holding it? That's it. It's sickening. It is. And and so how long you been in the business now, Ranty? Uh, I have been in retail since 2022 years. 22. So we're not real far. I mean, I've been at like 30 plus, but it's still the same thing. And, you know, oh, yeah. what, one thing that you kind of touched on a little bit earlier, you know, talking about standing at a self-checkout or whatnot is people don't realize that our jobs really are kind of like a study of people and personalities. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, and most of them are hostile. And so you, you, you institute these, these POS drives and whatnot, where you ask people to donate. And even then you're setting up your cashiers to just get assaulted because it only yep. takes that one customer who doesn't agree because yep. God forbid you got toys for tots or something like that. And, and somebody mentions it. Somebody can get offended and pissed off. Yep. And it's like, that's why what, with what you said you do with St. Jude's, you know, you donate on your own privately or whatnot. Guess what? You don't have any of that going on. And once again, we've got these promotions we're going to have Sally Joe Cashier, who's an introvert as it is. It's hard enough to get her to mention a credit card. She's self-conscious oh, yeah. of how she speaks. And now she's got to try to get money out of somebody to donate. It, it's it's a horrible situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'll go back to JDRF real quick because I will tell you right now, I still remember this asshole's name. We were talking about JDRF. He goes, "What what is that? It was a juvenile diabetes research foundation, you know, trying to find a cure for diabetes for kids. And this jackass, absolute jackass, Tony Barnes. I know you're not listening, but fuck you, dude. <laughs> well, I got diabetes. Ain't nobody raising no money for me. Yeah, you're like a 50-year-old man. If you're not raising money for yourself at this point or doing something to take care of your own condition, yeah, fuck you. I mean, seriously, you know, you're going to, you're going to say, ah, oh, well, I, I got, you know, oh, we're raising money for muscular dystrophy. Well, I have muscular dystrophy. Nobody's giving me any money. I'd be half tempted to go in the register and go, all right, well, here, take a dollar and don't ever fucking come back again. You miserable prick. You know, good point. Hero brings up about Dollar Tree. Yes. I forgot all about that. Thank you for bringing it up. So, so we would do this, this toy drive, right? I mean, everything, mm -hmm. at the, everything's a dollar. All right. So it doesn't matter. kind of like you're talking about ah, the, the teddy bears. Days. Yes. So, you know, people, but you could buy crayons, you could buy whatever you wanted to buy to donate. We had a big box and she is a hundred percent correct. The amount of people who would come up and lecture you, well, what about my kids? Yeah. Well, first of all, your kid's parent isn't over there fighting for you to have freedom or whatever it is we're doing yep. at that point in time. And they're not, neither you or your husband are putting your life on the line. And we we really got that. I, I'm glad she brought that up. I, I totally forgot about that. The amount of people be like, well, what about my kids? What about your kids? You're in here. If you don't want to donate a toy, you don't have to. Why don't you buy your kid a toy and shut the fuck up? You know, I mean, it's, it's, and every customer has some level of self entitlement, you know, it's, well, what are you, what are you going to do for me? What do I get out of it? Whereas, and, and that's, I'd say that's probably at most 20%, but God, if that 20% doesn't ruin the other 80, it yeah. just makes you look at everyone with such disdain, but you know, you get, you get these people that. Well, yeah, what are, what are they going to do for me? Well, nobody's ever done that for me. And it's it's like, who cares? You know what? If if you're that self-entitled because you have 10,000 Instagram followers, why don't you do a fundraiser on your fucking Instagram? Oh, Instead hell no. standing here bitching at me, you crotchety old fuck. Oh, no, no, no. Because the influencers or people that have stuff on Instagram, they're only looking for free swag. Mm -hmm. Free swag and a sponsorship deal. Yep. Yep. 
and just, and just just imagine, just imagine if we started an Instagram right now on the show, and said, "Hey, all we want to do is raise awareness for St. Jude's, and all you're going to do is click a link that takes you straight to St. Jude's." And I'm not saying we're influencers, but I, we probably got a couple thousand followers between us on on Twitter. I guarantee you, there'd be five, ten people that would look at that and go, "You know what? They're right." That is a worthy cause. We'll, we'll do that and, and donate directly or find what local retail establishment is running one of those drives, despite what we've discussed this evening and say, you know what? It's going to be easier for me to go in there and donate five bucks one time. So let me just go ahead and go do that. But yeah. Yep. People, people that are on social media and live for social media, they don't care. They're the first ones to bitch when something doesn't ring up right at the register. Holy fuck. Yeah, they're the first ones to bitch, and they're the first ones to reach out to some company and say, "Hey, I really like your product, and I could boost your sales if you let if you send me some free shit, and I <laughs> I, I, I show it on my channel." Yeah, fuck absolutely, off. fuck yep. off, you know. Yeah. Uh, and but one thing I will say is the people that would come in the Dollar Tree bitching about like, "What about my kids?" I'm telling you, Ranty, if you saw how they treated their kids in the store, you'd be ready to throttle them. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was always uh, them. Always. Uh, blame blame tags and influencer. We got we got our start. All right, blame tag. Uh, you, you have been challenged to set up uh, 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 however you want to name it. Retail community. St. Jude's. You done done it. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you get for putting an exclamation point at the end. I know, son. That's it. You're 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 done. All right, so we're sitting at an hour four. Next week, we have S. William Brown. Ooh, ooh, that's 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 always going to be a good one because on the old retail rant, Sean, I, I believe Sean was the only member of my five time club, and there you go. every single one was fantastic. So if you're not familiar with him from his at, that's uh, Mister Dear Customer and his podcast mm -hmm. i'm and, going and I, I just want to shamelessly plug for sean too please do. um i've read both of his books uh the uh dear customer and the uh what is it the art of serving a perfect cup of coffee um and then walmart i don't belong here um in in the dear customer book uh he discusses his time at caribou coffee and I won't spoil it, but maybe doing something to a cup, to a uh, a Chad that was well deserved, uh, and then trying to suppress the shits and giggles. Uh, Walmart, let me tell you, uh, you don't leave your phone to charge in the loss prevention office with this man around, because mm -hmm. he will find out what associates you were fucking very quickly. Because of course, back in the day. <laughs> There was no face ID. There was no thumbprint. And all you had to do was guess that the password was one, two, three, four. And boy, you were in like Flint. And uh, I, I can't recommend either of those books enough. They're fantastic reads. They're so much fun. He is just a great guy. You know, we're right on par with each other, right in the same age bracket, same family dynamic. So he and I, you know, we haven't gotten together in quite some time. But uh, when you have him on the show, man, you are going to have a blast. Well, this haven't been together with him for a long time. This is something I want to pose to you now while I have you here. And if he's listening, which I know he adores you, he'll, he'll hear this eventually and I'll tweet him. What I would like to do is sometime between, uh, you know, sometime next month, I would love to have you, him, Irish and myself. And if blame tag is available, cause nah, I'm too busy, too busy running an influencer channel. Raising I know. Money. Right. Have him on as well and have like this quote unquote idiot retail summit. Yes. And it'd be open topics and we'll just go around and talk about whatever pisses us off. Oh, the three C's man, customers, coupons, and corporate. There you go, bro. So if you're down with that, I know you, if you want to talk to him and push him as well, 
let's do that. And and just we'll we'll pick a Wednesday next month. You guys just let me know when, and we will make it happen. I'm, I think, I'm already sold. I think that will be fucking fantastic. Must see TV. <laughs> Absolutely. And that one will not have an hour time limit, just to let everybody know. So if that oh. actually happens, get comfortable. Hey, I'll, I'll buy a 12-pack and not a sixer. Gotcha. There you go. So thank you once again, man, for being here. It's good fun. Hey, thank you for having me. It, it feels so good to, again, get a lot of this stuff off my chest and and hopefully open some people's eyes as to what's really going on when they think their company is doing something good. They're only doing it to benefit themselves. Yep, exactly. A blame tag just said, I'll schedule time off for that. Call out if I have to. There you go. That's dedication. That That is a perfectly good reason to call out, by the damn, way. Damn right. Yes. So we'll come up with some clever fuckery name for it, but it'll be a good time. And I'll, and I'll, it, I'll start working on a title now. Are you kidding me? I'll get yeah, the pen out. Go ahead. And and you guys in the chat, be ready to bring your best. That 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 episode we should have, if we don't have fifty plus people watching, we're all gonna be pissed off. So <laughs> if we do this, y'all need y'all need to bring your best. Bells on the be when we do this. Oh, there you go. When we do this. So, yeah, there yes. there you go, Ranty. But once again, thank you, man. Uh, I hope the weather's good up there. It's been pretty nice down here today. We had a tornado, a county over, but we're good. Um, so, oh, so Russell said the four horsemen of retail. Okay, well, there'd be five if blame tags here, so we'd have to change that. Well, I mean, he's calling out, so. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, so he'll be here. So good. Anything, anything with a five. Yeah. Five card studs. There we go. There you go. There's my Ace Fraley influence. I, there we go. I get. I got one for you. We'll call it retail retold. Okay. There we go. Retail retold. I'm good with that. So we'll we'll, we'll make this shit happen. So everybody, thank y'all for being here. It's always fun. I'm glad we're kind of getting back into what the Warzone thing has been. Thank you for you guys in the chat. Your interaction means a whole hell of a lot. Uh, go check out all Ranny shit on YouTube. It's great. Fantastic. And we'll see you next time. Everybody have a great night. Stay safe. Don't take no shit. Rest easy. Later. <laughs>